0: Listen up, lads. Today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer in the UK take a look in the mirror and I guarantee you'll see hairs sticking out of those holes. It's time to keep your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped has forever changed the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides propriety skin-safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. It's the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Look fellas 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turn off. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Wee Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com So go and get 20% off and free shipping with the code SPURS20 at manscaped.com that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SPURS20. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds! Welcome to this week's episode of the Spurs show in association with William Hill, the official betting partner of Tottenham Hotspur. Well, what a time to be alive. What a time to be a Spurs fan. Two weeks running now. We're still top of the shop, top of the league. Uh, And obviously, we're going to talk about that wonderful North London derby at the weekend. Uh, We're going to look ahead. back at the last game almost forgot about that already and look ahead to antwerp on thursday and crystal palace on sunday joining me tonight uh, back on the show kevin hill's back how are you kevin
1: yeah very fine mike thanks for having us on
0: absolute pleasure and a man who banged in a few goals for the lily whites 355 games for tottenham 174 goals and i've done my research He scored five against the woolwich uh his first goal against Ars. September the sixteenth, nineteen sixty nine, at Highbury, in a three two win for Tottenham. Uh, Gilzean and John Pratt were the other scorers. Joining us again, Mr. Martin Chivers. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Locked how, down a how, bit, but yeah. Uh, I was about to say, how 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 are you and the family dealing with it at uh, this this lockdown? Yeah, we're we're okay. We we went out. Funny enough, we went out today and bought a
2: load. I've got six grand, grandsons. Yeah. Mm. And we went up to the spur shop at Stevenage and bought all their Christmas presents. Wow, I don't get a discount. That's a wonderful day out for us, but uh, do they give you a discount? Tough times,
0: do you get a discount from them?
2: Oh, yes, a healthy discount, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If it was under
0: the answer, would have been no, yeah,
2: no, Uh, he wouldn't uh, have done it
0: (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Uh, Um. And, I mean, obviously, last time we spoke was the beginning of the lockdown. We did a wonderful show looking back at those, what, two seasons, 70-71, 71-72. Any of you out there that haven't listened to that show, I recommend you go and listen to it. We had loads of audio clips of some of Martin's goals those seasons. It was a really, really fantastic show. But let's start tonight, uh, you know, we've got to start with the game at the weekend. Uh, As I mentioned at the top of the show there, Martin, you've scored four. Five goals in the league against Arsenal uh, and in recent times despite a good record against them it's always very edgy and I think at uh, the weekend I I, I believe and it would love to get your take on it, I thought that was one of the most comfortable victories in the North, North London derby in a long, long time what, what, what was your take on it? Well, I think it was
2: comfortable for one main reason is that they were so poor yeah, yeah. but i take taken nothing from Tottenham it was a fantastic result. Um, we, I don't think people were, were that enamoured with the way we played second half, where we all dropped back. You know, it's it's Jose Mourinho's style of play, but it seemed Tottenham's way of playing. But when you're two up, and you've got a good three points against them, it's that's the most important thing. But uh, it was, it, I was just so surprised with Arsenal how how poor they were and what they what what they couldn't produce.
0: Mm. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, Kevin, I mean, as you we mentioned off air there, you've been going since Martin yeah. Join around nineteen sixty eight. And you know, over the years, form we all know form goes out the window. The pundits before the game, Tottenham are gonna win, and obviously people like me absolutely. and you bit like, oh God, we've been here before. Um but Martin's right, Kevin. I mean they really, I mean I think I think it was one header was a relatively easy save for luis got down low. That was about it, I think, kind of on target, wasn't it, Kevin? It was a very, very straightforward victory against them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And when you look at the majority of the game, they had 70-odd percent possession. But it was sort of pass, 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 in, in front of us, generally. Um, these stats keep coming in about how many crosses into the box, etc. But uh, I just, like Martin, I, I just felt we dealt with it quite... Quite easily, and um, yeah, okay. We've we've taken a little bit of criticism from one or two um, with, with with the broadcaster, but um, you know, my way of looking at it is: have we finally sort of found a way to play the so-called bigger bigger clubs? Because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we've sat back there with this with this low block as they call it call it today, but we've done it the last three games and and not conceded a goal. So I don't think you can knock that.
0: Well, that's right, Martin. I think a lot of sort of level-headed Tottenham fans kind of went, calm down, guys. We've got Manchester City, Chelsea away, Arsenal. Let, let's see let's see where we are after that. And as Kev said, seven points out of nine, four goals scored, none conceded. Um, and you mentioned at the top of their show, Martin, you know, second half, we sat back. It's not really the Tottenham way. But if it's getting results and absolutely then yeah. what who cares who cares yeah no at the beginning of the, this season I
2: was asked what I felt about Mourinho and and to be quite honest he wasn't in my favorite books I don't think he right. was in many people's favorite books Correct. but he I said but if he gets us results in the in the long term. We will, get, we will get to like him and love him because he has a style of play. He's, he's manufactured a, a strong defence now. I'm amazed that Oye mm. has held his place because he yeah. was, to be quite honest, he was a bit of a liability at the first half of the season. Yeah. And last year, last mm. season, mm. he would give penalties away. Everyone was screaming for to leave him out. But he seems to have got the best out of him now. He's not he's not being clumsy and giving away bad free kicks, and Mourinho has is, is stood by him. That's mm. one player. I think Eric Dier was another one. Yeah, really came out of the World Cup, came and had a poor half of season towards last season, but this year he's grown in stature as well. Mm. I t- I totally agree. It's it's a good defence. It's a good defence, yeah. especially with the two midfield players. Of Suzoko and Heiberg, mm. wonderful players.
0: No, you're right. I mean, Kevin, well, I think I think Jose's been quite canny because early on this season, a lot of spurt—I oh, oh, was about to say experts—but they're not really pundits—were sort of going and 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 stories were coming out of the club that he didn't fancy Toby and Eric together. He thought they were too slow, they were getting turned round. But clearly, what he's done is they are my best two defenders. And what I'm going to do is, they're not going to go gung ho. They're not going to. They're not going to push up. We're going to keep it nice and deep, nice and compact. As Martin just said, hold B and Sissoko in front of them, and we looked so comfortable on Sunday. It was extraordinary. Most Spurs fans, you know, you're waiting for the Arsenal one goal. Then can we hold on? But it, it you know, it, yeah. the, this this setup is is certainly working, isn't it, Kev?
1: Oh, for sure. I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a, it's a different style of play to last season. Uh, yes. I, I don't, again, I don't think the pundits have picked up on that. And I, you know, I think he's been quite cute there, Jose, with, you know, we were playing with this lopsided back four, weren't we, last season? Yes. With this, you know, with the right fallback, more advanced, pushed on. And, and, and this season, you know, he's not playing that way at all. So maybe this suits uh, Aurier better you know he's playing as part of a, a solid back four mm. rather than sort of being put, put pushed on as a, a, a as a wide wing back so mm. you know maybe this has got something to do with it, it yeah
0: be. i mean and martin you know looking up front i mean the 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 current uh, partnership between Hummels son and harry kane who as we know now is it's just wonderful to witness harry kane now the most goals in, in Tottenham or Arsenal's side in the North London Derby in history. You obviously played in two particular wonderful partnerships for Tottenham when you arrived with Jimmy Greaves and then after that with Alan Gilzean. Um And and kind of, I, I know you can argue the style of football is different, but there's that kind of sixth sense that you seem to have with those two players I mentioned. We're kind of seeing again now with Kane and Son, aren't we?
2: Yes. Absolutely, and, it, and it's on the break, obviously. But we're, we're not—we don't play with a man up front necessarily, mm. do we? We don't play with a target man. We are going on the break, we're, and that was fantastic how we took advantage of it on the weekend. Mm. It's just thrilling. How, Harry and uh, and Son, it, I, I'm amazed with Son. I think he is something. Mm. A breath of fresh air. Even when he gets a kick or something, or he goes on the ground and doesn't quite get his own way with a defender, he gets up smiling. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, he's got a tremendous attitude, and he just loves to score and create goals.
0: Yeah, and I mean, and I that, that first was, goal, Martin. The first goal to me was all about confidence. As you know, as as an ex-professional wow. footballer.
1: You or know, you, I mean,
0: I mean, it, yeah. it was, I mean, it was kind of okay. You're on the other side of the pitch, but it, the the way he just hit it, it, it to me, it was slight echoes of your fa- famous goal at Molyneux. Kind of no one, no one in the UEFA Cup final, no one envisaged it happening. No one knew you were going to take that shot on. And the Sun one was quite similar. That you kind of thought, what's he going to do now? The defenders were backing off, backing off. Bang! It was an extraordinary shot, wasn't it? Yeah, that, the, the shot in the first
2: place, as you say, he, he must be playing with such confidence now that he can take the shot from back there. Yeah. I think it, it, it ha- the, the player has to have a lot of confidence in his own ability and think, I can score you know, from anywhere, have a go. And I think he was, he was surprised, probably himself slightly, as I was at Wolves that <laughs> day, that, that you, he actually made great contact with the ball. It bent in lovely. And it, he probably thought, wow, I've struck that well. Mm-hmm. And it was a brilliant, brilliant goal. Yeah, and to set and, up and, one for, for Harry, was, that was a tremendous pass. That was, that was of two players yeah, working at their best together.
0: It was that wonderful thing where he didn't even look up. He knew that Kane had made that little no. run. He knew he was there. Kane won top, yeah. but when he went from when he hit the ball, I thought he hit the bar and was bounced out initially. So it was great to see it then. <laughs> I wondered at the same time. Yeah, but there,
2: it was it was power again from Harry, and and he just loves that opportunity to get the shot in. the only, The only thing I just mentioned there is: that, can you remember Harry or Son having another shot? at goal.
0: You're right.
2: You're absolutely throughout right. the game. That's you're, you're, what you're, that's what I mm. tend to worry about that or I don't like is that sometimes I think that you can take advantage of a team. When you're two up, we in the olden days, so I know it's a different game these days, but we would have just kept the pressure on and gone mm. for a third one. Yeah. But yeah. that's I, that's why I'm not a manager. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, Kev, Kev, maybe he's looking at injuries. We had Ndombele sort of was meant to play, not to play. Oreo apparently nearly didn't play. He apparently played through a pain barrier. Maybe he's thinking games are coming thick and fast. We've got another g- two games this week, 2-0. And and obviously Mourinho was famous at doing this at Chelsea. He loved a 2-0. 2-0 up. That's it. You know, expend as little energy now as possible. Let's move on. And yeah. Surely, Kevin. I mean, if it's working, long may it continue.
1: Yeah, I, I, I think he's he's working his squad quite well at the moment, and uh, you know what I do like is is that in now appears to uh, you know got got really his eleven the eleven that he he likes, and he's mm. he's not averse to to playing them once or twice a week. Some of these players, whereas. Uh, you know, as much as I loved Poch, uh, you know uh, he he did sort of chop and change, particularly for the cup games. Um, and and you know when it came to a league game again, he he was he was possibly chopping and changing a bit too much sometimes. But I think Jose, you know, he he's got his back four. That's that that's his back four. He's, he's got his same two holding players. And you know they may they may have played a European game during the week, but you know, their first names on the sheet for the weekend.
0: Mm, You're right, Martin. It obviously was great to finally welcome some fans back to the lane, 2,000 Spurs fans at the game, uh, which obviously helped the the atmosphere and all the players after the game said, even with 2,000, it it made a big difference. But what surprised me, and and again, you mentioned this at the top of the show, how poor Woolwich were, Woolwich Wonders were. You know, again, when you joined... uh, Tottenham in the late 60s and and maybe I don't know this is a British thing and foreign players possibly that's something to do with it but surely it was drilled into you how important the game against Arsenal twice a season must be do you think maybe modern players it's just not a big thing anymore that people don't tell them around the club this is really important because from their body language and the way they played it looked like a lot of them didn't want to be there
2: that's right. I, I, I think that's a fact. In the last ten years, twenty years, the we were we, it was drummed into me, and certainly all the other players back in the late sixties, seventies, that the two big games that you have to win, as Bill Nicholson always said, is Arsenal at home and Arsenal away. It meant so much to the football club because the neighbours just up the road, all the fans rely, you know, they want to talk about beating the Arsenal all the time I've had so many Texas coming through it's it's incredible that they live for beating Arsenal because they have to suffer it when we lose Arsenal have had some fantastic years and we've been the underdogs you know for all this time we've we've Mm -hmm. suffered a lot you know I used to have a a pound bet with somebody who came in the hotel, in my hotel when I had it. And, and every year I lost it because the Arsenal f- finished above us. Yeah. And it was, it's a pleasant change for us to be a little bit better than the Arsenal. Um, well, a lot better at the moment, but it's, it can soon change. That's the thing. Enjoy it while it's there. Yeah. And especially to win as well as we did.
0: No, you're absolutely right. But Kev, you know, again, a lot of fans forget, especially Arsenal fans forget that, you know, Wenger period, I mean, I'm, obviously not, I'm not going back to the 30s now, but, you know, but let's go back from when Martin was there. Things were pretty even. Uh, and and Arsenal's football has always been awful, apart from those Wenger years when they absolutely played the better football, more stable. He kind of played the Tottenham way more than we then did. Um, so it kind of makes it even sweeter. The the, the now you know the, the the tide has shifted, so to speak.
1: Yeah, it, it really does. It, it makes you smile, doesn't it? I mean, especially the youngsters. They they sort of you know, the Arsenal fans, anyway. They refer to it as as playing the Arsenal way. Well, it's I've always said it's not the Arsenal way. It's the Wenger way. Mm. Uh, and and basically, when when he came into their club. You know, he he just changed everything, uh, and, and and he he changed the mindset of, you know, what traditionally Arsenal, um, you know, had had been about, and um, you know, it, it's it's quite funny how how it sort of turned on its turned on its head a little bit, and uh, I think was they they've not beaten us at home uh, since 2014 now, so yeah, hopefully, you know, it, it's our turn to crow a little bit.
0: Absolutely, it was it was wonderful. Lawmate, no, continue, Martin. Did you manage to catch the uh, Europa game uh, last Thursday against Lask? The three-three draw that meant that point meant we qualified for yeah. the stages. What, what did you think? It was a bit of a uh, topsy-turvy one, wasn't it? It
2: was. I, I'm just a bit surprised with uh, Joe Hart. I thought he had a, a poor yes, game, and that was perhaps one of the reasons why we only got a draw out of it. Was, there were two, there were two dreadful shots that he, he could have yeah. got. I'm sure he would. Have, he kicked himself afterwards. He he could have saved those, mm. and we would have got a comfortable result. But it, we still we're still in there, and we got a great chance to. Well, we will qualify now.
0: Yeah, I mean, obviously, this, this season, Kev, it's changed. It's now head to head against the teams you play, which means we've got to beat Antwerp on Thursday night to yeah. qualify the benefit of finishing top i think means that when teams drop down from the third place position in the champions league i think if you're top i think you've got pretty much less i know this seeded teams but less chance of beating them um the weekend ants were lost to genk for two who are top of the league and currently fourth um um, in the Belgian league, we clearly didn't take them seriously enough in the away tie. Do you think no, uh, we will get the job done on Thursday?
1: Uh, you'd like to think so. I mean, uh, that, those couple of away performances in in Lask and uh, Antwerp were were pretty similar, weren't they? Really. I mean, we never got started in in, in either game. Um, yes, there's, you know, a lot of lot of changes um, in the game, but you know, I've, I've got to say that last game, we we appeared to go. Quite you know long all the time um, um, from heart. We, we didn't bring the ball out at all, did we? And mm. hence the reason I didn't think our midfield got going at all.
0: No, you're absolutely right. Well, let's gloss over that because we've got more important things to 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 <laughs> to look at. Um, let's uh, let's just quickly go to a very short break. And when we come back, we'll uh, talk a bit more about Thursday and then the big game on Sunday away to Crystal Palace. Back after this break. And we're back from the break. Uh, don't forget uh, this season we are in association with William Hill. Go to williamhill.com if you haven't already downloaded the app. Check out the website and the app for enhanced prices in the build-up to all the games. And they've given us some latest odds for us, which is, I mean, talk talking about coming in with Tottenham now four to one to win the Premier League. I mean, that's the shortest odds I think I can ever remember. Four to one. And if you want to make some money, Arsenal still 100 to one for relegation. Um, Arsenal, this is a good one. Two to one for them to finish in the bottom half of the league. Um, Kane, top scorer in the Premier League. seven two favourite. Son, who's actually scored more than him, I think a very, very generous eight to one. And obviously we're talking about Europa League. Spurs are five to one, favorites now to win the Europa League uh, and if you fancy us to win uh, on Thursday looking at the best odds Bale to score with a head of eight to one Spurs two 0 you can get six to one everything at williamhill.com Martin what's it like because obviously as, as well as playing for the club for many many years you've uh, been one of the ex-players that work in the lounges and all that uh, so away from the actual football you must be kind of missing all your mates that used to Hang, hang out with,
2: aren't you? Yeah, On the only spot. way we can keep in touch with a lot of the players live out of London, you know, yes. a long way away. Yeah, uh, I'm in touch. I'm I'm in regular touch with Phil Bills down in the West Country. I talk to Stevie, Stevie Perriman sometimes. I, I phone up Alan Mullery to make sure he's okay because he, he's one of the few that's older than us. Yeah, and sure. uh, just to check that they're okay. And yeah, yeah l- l- everything seems to be fine. We had a sad... Day, a couple of weeks ago when we lost Ray nice. Clements, who was a, a gentleman of football. He really grew on us at, at Tottenham. Mm. We worked together and he was ju- he just, he was such a brave man. He carried on with that sickness of his, of his illness. And uh, he said to me one day while we were working together, he said, it'll get me one day. He said, but I'm going to carry on as if, you know, as I am. And he did. He yeah. was just incredible. Yeah, wonderful man.
0: Yeah, no, they're, they're nice, nice memories. So Thursday we've got Antwerp, uh, Kevin. I mean, you, you think, as you said there, you think, which I mean, he'll he'll want to win it. He'll he'll want to finish top. Uh, he's got an amazing record in the Europa League, Jose Mourinho. Uh, but you you see um, uh, a lot of the first team players being rested again for this game.
1: Well, I think he'll mix and match a little bit personally because um, I, you know, I, I think he'll, 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 he'll want to top the group. Um, I think he's taking, you know, all four tournaments, um, you know, in, in, in the right way. I don't think he's, um, you know, he, he's messing. He, he he means business, I think, in all four personally. And we'll see where it takes us.
0: Yeah. Martin, what are your thoughts on, on Thursday? I mean, obviously, your time at Tottenham, incredible uh, European uh, pedigree. You know, these European games should mean a lot to all players, shouldn't it?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's for the fans as well. They're, they're the ones I feel sorry for. They, they, they've, they've supported us thick and thin, and they're waiting for the time when we do win something. Yeah. We've been we knocked on the door last year, obviously with the Champions League or the year before. Mm. But it's they they deserve, or we deserve something for all this good football that we are playing now. It's mm. it's. I, I think Kevin was right that he will probably make one or two changes for the game on on Thursday or whenever it is, and but he will still be aware that he'd like to finish top because if you, as you said, if you finish second, you got the chance of the top, the Champions League teams coming down, and there's not many weak ones amongst yeah. those. Yeah. So it would be nice that I, we I, we always wonder when I speak to Phil Bill, we always think. Why does he start with a weakened team and have Harry and people like that and Son on the line waiting? <laughs> we were in the old times. We would have put the strongest team on first, get a couple of goals, and then take them off. That would be the best way of getting the result. That's what we feel, but mm. uh, he doesn't. He doesn't look at it that way.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. And then on on Sunday. Uh, afternoon we're away to crystal palace obviously had a, a, a good uh, away win at the weekend at west brom they're currently 11th in the league they've won five drawn one lost five so they will probably um i think there'll be a, a positive outcome hopefully uh, martin obviously got that must be a i mean the, the ground's barely changed since you played that must be a, a ground you you played on many many times
2: I played on there quite a few times. Yeah, I actually had to work for the BBC one day. I went down there with a car. Some uh, the driver was taking me because I didn't know how to find Crystal Palace. No one does from North London. No one does. Even <laughs> it, found... It's foreign land, isn't it? It is. And and I, is. I got into this taxi at the uh, Great Portland Street where the BBC was. And he before he started, he started up his engine and he said, uh, "It's my first day today." Driving, so he said, "You don't happen to know the best way to Crystal Palace, do you? And you've got a picture of me. I was in the back of the of the taxi with a, a to Z telling him which way to turn <laughs> to get to the ground. <laughs> Incredible, but we had some wonderful games down there. I can remember one or two of them, but they were they were a physical team in those days, and it was a ding dong affair yeah, we, we happened to get the better of them generally
0: yeah we, we did i mean uh kev martin's right i mean I, I have memories of going there we always need to get the midweek and obviously wimbledon played there for a while as well i always remember, ma- remember being in central london and i meeting mates and trying to get there and hitting the sort of rush hour traffic <laughs> and rushing rushing to get there It was always a nightmare or you get the train and it was such a small Selhurst station such a small station you're waiting thousands of you in the freezing cold waiting to just jump on any train that's going anywhere those are kind of my memories of palace
1: yeah, well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's surely the the worst uh, away viewing area in the Premier League, without yes. a doubt. Yes, I mean, you basically you right. sit and look through um, uh, 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 a mezzanine stanchion, don't you, at the top of yeah. the If you're at the back of the uh, Arthur Waite stand, is it? I'm not sure. Yeah, so, yeah not, 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 not the best ground in the league, that's for sure.
0: Yeah, but Martin, I mean, as you mentioned there, that- League. Everyone wants to sort of shoot us down now, but it's it's a game that uh, we should win, shouldn't we?
2: Yeah, I I just think we're on top of the world at the moment. I don't. They're a bit of a a up and down team, aren't they? They can suddenly produce goals like they did the weekend, and other Mm -hmm. times they can be very disappointing. But their position in the league doesn't tell lies. That it's and our our position is so healthy. We will go out there uh, full of confidence. I hope we just, you know, we just don't have any problems with the midweek, mid-week game. You don't want any injuries. Mm. We go down there, and that's the most important game out of anything. That's, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a game that to- we must win.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a game that I think we expect to win. Kev, I mean, in the current tactics, you know, kind of suits us playing away, really, doesn't it? Because you imagine a home team. I mean, I was about to say they'll have 2,000 fans there. Normally, their fans are pretty good at Selhurst. They've got that away and they get going. That won't be there. Um, but you'd imagine we'll invite them on Sahar Benteke, those kind of players. And again, as, as, as Martins said so eloquently earlier, you know the, the way that Son and Kane are playing at the moment. You you know the one, the look up, the ball to get them in again. You could you could you could see goals in this game, can't you?
1: Oh, oh for sure. You know I I, I I don't think we're set up any any different. Uh, you know how we have have been in the last few games. And as you say, Mike, I think playing away from home. Um, you know, with this with this sort of setup, it, it just suits us down to the ground, and you know, and breaking so quickly. I mean, we're just uh, lightning, aren't we? You know, it's just, as, as, as soon as the ball's cleared, you know, there's there's four and five players from fullbacks to Kane and Son, you know, making a line for the other half, and it's uh, you know that that part of our play is good to watch. That's for sure. Yeah.
0: No, so your predictions, Kevin. For uh, give us your score prediction for uh, Royal Antwerp on Thursday.
1: Royal Antwerp. I think we'll win three one.
0: Three one and away to Palace. Two 0 from away. Two with. 2-0, Another clean sheet. Lovely, Martin. Martin, what about you? What's your prediction for the uh, Antwerp game?
2: For Antwerp, I, I think that uh, we will. We will. Yeah, I think we can do them a two nil. two nil.
0: And uh, yeah. at Selhurst Park
2: on Sunday, and and, and at Crystal Palace, uh, we have to keep Sahar quiet. He's mm. a very talented player. He will be falling all over the place, you know, and you know, getting moaning that he's been fouled, looking for penalties. <laughs> yeah. But what a wonderful, what a wonderful player! I'm surprised mm. he hasn't moved on. To be honest, I, I yeah. just think it was it was mentioned with Tottenham at one time. Yes. But, I think I think we will get a result down there. It's it's going to be. I don't I don't see. I'm not sure I agree with Kev. That it's going to be a lot of goals. I think that it's going to be quite tight. That's their way. That I think they're going to be very tight and hope to go on their break. Mm. We will have to wait and see. I, I do have one criticism of Tottenham, by the way, which I haven't mentioned. And if you noticed the other evening, we had a couple of free kicks outside the box. And I don't honestly think that we have a setup
0: mm. where, where people know what they're going to do. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I think we Eric miss Dar- someone Dar- like Dar- Ericsson
2: Dar- these Dar- days.
0: Eric Darstin has to be taking them, and every single one has been blasted well, over the bar. I know. Why does Eric Don't suddenly start taking
2: them? He did hit a couple of free kicks last season, or the season before, and got something. It's Surely, have, if you're close enough for a shot, it should, be some, it should be either Son or, or Harry whacking it
0: yeah, and, no. keep, and
2: have a go at the goal. It's been, they look at each other and I don't think that we actually know we're not set up to have an alternative. Mm. I think it's, we've been terrible with our free kicks outside.
0: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Um, so give us a quick score prediction then, Martin, for that game. 2-1. 2-1 Spurs. So I'm going to go 3-1 against Antwerp and 3-1 Spurs on Sunday. Um, Martin, just wow, you'll you get a good I'm, price for that. I've I'm, been I'm, I'm <laughs> drinking heavily. Um, I was going to ask you, Martin, again about sort of double acts up front. When when you joined the club, obviously you started with, with Jimmy Greaves, who sadly you only had probably two, maybe three, I think it was two seasons with, and then in. How much work was done with your strike partner, on the training field. And how much was just, you just gelled. And was there any other strikers you can think of that you asked to play up top with where it just didn't work. You just didn't, didn't work with them.
2: The fact was, I I was looking forward so much to playing with Jimmy Greaves because he helped me, he assisted me me getting to Tottenham in the first place by recommending me. Um, But with Jimmy, the one thing that you were sure of, I could, I could, I was the main man up front for targets. You know, I took the the, the physical side, and I would pass to Jim, but very rarely would you get the ball back off of him because he would go and beat four or five players and put the ball in the back of the net. So it wasn't so much of a partnership; it was a one-way partnership. And then after that first half a season, I went in January, and by the time I finished in May. The following season I had a horrendous injury which put me out for a year. Yeah. And when I came back, Jim was sampling drinks and things like mm-hmm. that, and he moved on. And then I was so lucky to find Alan Gilsine. And somehow we hit it off. And I know it was a great partnership because I know that Mike Summerby always said to us that he thought our partnership was the best one. You had the Radford and Kennedys up there, and the Toshacks and Keegans. He said the best one. He thought the best partnership up front was myself and Alan Gilzin. Mm. We we just gel together. It's it just happens that he was he took a lot of brunt as well from me. You know, I I took a lot of stick up front. It was a physical game, but he I just had to read what what angle it came off of that shiny bonce of his. <laughs> and, and he would get his fair share of goals as well. And we had the yeah. wonderful support of, our, of Martin Peters on one side. Mm. That was telep- telepathy as well, getting on the end of those three kicks.
0: Yeah. How did uh, how did you get on with Alan off, off the pitch? How was he off the pitch? With Alan, yeah. wonderful character. Wonderful character.
2: Great to have him in the dressing room. Mm. because he feared nothing. He he would say, when we used to play the Arsenal, he used to say, well, we'll go out and we'll, we'll, you know, it would be easy. We'll sort them out. He was so confident about playing, playing these big teams. Man United, he would reel off one or two of the defenders and say, watch them. I'll have the best of them. He was so confident and I loved it. And, And you always need a character in the dressing room. We had a couple Cyril Knowles joking here and Alan Gilzin, they would make us laugh. You need you need to have a good atmosphere in a dressing room and take it out on that pitch and then you're fighting for one another.
0: Mm. You're absolutely right. And, and Kev, I mean, it does seem, again, it's, it's interesting Martin says that, when you look at the body language on Tottenham's bench at the weekend with Jose pumping, you know, punching the air, it looked, looked, looked like he was looking up for Daniel Levy, uh sacramento with him there all the sort of ledley king going crazy on the bench as well and there was a there was a picture there on social media there was a picture of, of the tottenham bench and the arsenal bench And there was arteta was a very lonely figure standing by himself all his assistants rooted to the seat that they, you know whatever you think about josie and tactics he does seem to have got a kind of siege mentality going on that dressing room, which obviously worked so well for him at uh, at chelsea
1: I mean, this is obviously what you know what he's about, isn't it? Wherever he's been, you know, it's it's sort of a us against the world, isn't it? And this is what he pervades to the players. And uh, I think Tim Sherwood said something in the in, in, over the weekend, didn't he, uh, about he's, he's just got into the heads of of, of, of all, all, all the squad, and you know, and uh, his way of playing that they're buying into um and and even you know with the with the delhi situation you know at the moment we haven't heard any sort of um mutterings from within or whatever have we it's, it seems um you know seems everybody's willing to buy into it.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Well, look, I, I promised Martin to get away uh, so his wife can sort his dinner out at a certain time, and I'm going to honour that. <laughs> so very quickly, very, very quickly, uh, Christmas coming. Don't forget, you can still get uh, Spurs Show season tickets. We hope, please God, to start again in January. The, the, the last one we're going to do was actually with Martin. I'm going to keep putting it off, putting it off, and I hope we can start those again in January. Go to season.spurshow.net. Just £10 a month for two tickets for every monthly event and also uh, additional premium spurs show content including a daily spurs news show now in audio and visual versions match reports interviews with ex-players go to patreon.com slash spurs show next week we're on the show brian leveson and ex-tottenham players paul miller and mickey hazard join us next week kev thank you so much for joining us again it's lovely to have you back on the show yeah, and Martin, thank thank you so much, Martin. We hope to see you in the flesh sooner or later. We you know we'd love to get you down to one of our events again. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show as well tonight.
2: Pleasure, pleasure.
0: Lovely. Well, that's it, everyone. Thanks for downloading us. Until next week. Come on, you Spurs. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at spurshow.net.
2: Sports Social Podcast Network.